And welcome to The Propcast. My name is Louisa Dickens, co-founder of LMRE and board director of the UKPA, and I shall be your weekly host. Each week for 30 minutes, we'll be connecting the VCs, prop tech startups, and real estate professionals globally, and assist in bridging that famous communication gap we all love talking about. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the PropCast. Today's guest is Savan, who's joining us from Israel. So welcome, Savan. Welcome, Luis. Great to be in your uh, video. Yeah, well, we're delighted to have you on the PropCast. Today's topic is on innovation hubs and country launching, which a lot of you listeners have um, asked to hear about. Listeners, Savan co-founded Rentigo in 2016 after building his first fintech payment company. But Rentigo is a PropTech AI startup, changing the traditional property management ecosystem, which is something like $500 billion industry. Am I right in saying that, Savan? Yeah, this is a crazy industry. Only the rent payments last year was last, in the US only was around $504 billion, and it's considered to be trillions of dollars all around wow. the world. And it's getting bigger and bigger. Yeah. Well, a good industry to sort of get into and also streamline, but by combining sort of payment expertise with a free end-to-end tenant-facing platform that unites payments, marketing, and operational decisions for real estate owners and operators. In the last year, Rentigo has experienced hyper-growth with more than, I think it's something like 100,000 rental units who are under contract to be deployed and expect to process tens of millions of dollars a month, which is just crazy and, uh, you know, huge credit to you, Savan. I think when Tigo's the future of it, sort of easing some of the biggest property management problems, including branding, vacancy rate, turnover rate, tenants engagement, and communication, like we sort of mentioned earlier, streamlining the whole sort of payment terms. The company is backed by well-known investors and is part of Silvertech Ventures, an affiliate of SilverSign Properties. Not only is Savan a successful sort of co-founder, Savan is also a mentor at WeWork PropTech Labs and a PropTech and FinTech contributor at Forbes and holds an MBA. He's also going to, during this, during this podcast interview, tell us about his latest sort of venture in the innovation hub space, which I'm sure we all can't wait to hear about. But before we kickstart, Savan, I thought we'd do a couple of warm-up questions and then we will get started into the, I guess, more formal interview. So, right, steaming as it's the morning, breakfast of choice. Ooh, um, bagel and coffee. Nice. Cats or dogs? Dogs, of course. Okay, I'm so happy you said that. The last few interviews have also said cats. Okay, what's I your... I 50% of your audience now was, you know, disappearing. Yeah, I know, literally, plummeting. What's your, what's your biggest strength? Ah, uh, tough questions. Next one. <laughs> Next one. Okay. What's what you went? You said you went to a concert uh, a week ago or something. What's your favorite music? Oh, I'm a diverse person. I like a lot of mix, but I think the the last two concerts that I went to was uh, uh, Guns N' Roses and Coldplay. Nice. So awesome. My favorite one. Awesome. And okay, so if you didn't, you you have a experience i guess that you've done a career in sort of fintech you've got a career in prop tech is, is there any other career you would like 
to pursue, whether it's, I don't know, being a musician or uh, astronaut or anything like that? Ah, tough question. Think about it a lot. Uh, I don't know, maybe, you know, uh, Air Force pilot. It yeah. Always looks, you know, yeah, exciting. And this is one of the things that I'm thinking about doing now, learning to fly. Wow. Uh, so you... Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, that's sort of what's next for you, Christ. <laughs> <laughs> so far from the took, yeah. God, I really need to up my game, that's for sure. Okay, cool. Well, how about we um, get started? So, Savan, you're about to launch, you know, one of three innovation centers, you know, innovation hubs. One is in Israel, one's going to be in London, one's going to be in New York. Can we just start off from the beginning? You know, what is that? What? Tell me a little bit about these innovation hubs and centers. What what are they? You know, why are you launching them? Who is involved? And um, so the listeners can get a better sort of understanding. Yes. Okay. So this is very, very interesting industries that only lately uh, gaining more and more uh, audience and people are starting to look on this, on the prop tech. And the, the interesting thing is, as you describe uh, nicely, and thank you for that. Uh, in the last five years, I was involved in two uh, ventures that I established. One is a fintech one, payment company, and the second one is Rentigo, which is a prop tech. Along the way, and mainly in the last two years, I was speaking with many, many landlords and uh, owners of huge portfolio and companies, real estate companies, and the like. Few process was coming through me while we were speaking with this these people like since they know me from Rentigo and they were considering my opinion and since I was the from the first people who were you know getting into this industry which is you know a 60 years old industry even more and uh, they actually the technology there is like looking like before 60 years and all these uh, landlords and property owners was calling me along the way and were asking me, Sivan, do you think this technology is better or this technology? I need a virtual doorman or I need a, or I need technology that like will uh, help me in the property management or I need some robots that will clean my uh, windows or I heard there's yeah. something that I've seen in the prop tech. What do you recommend? So I always were recommending them this startup or the other startups. And then the second thing that they came to me was they were complaining that there are real estate companies and they understand concrete and iron, literally concrete and iron, and they don't understand venture capital. They don't understand technology. Yeah, they're actually afraid from the technology. They don't understand this. And they understand there's something starting to go in the industry. They understand that there's a huge scene that is starting now in the industry and they, they want to be a part of it. And so they're starting to push me to help them in, you know, in starting to explore, to screen technologies because they want, you know, better technology to their buildings. They understand that they can lower cost, improve their management, improve the way they work with the, this technology. And till now, they only hear some words here, some words there, and then still they're missing the, the scene. So they say, okay, let's come and help us. We don't have a chief innovation. We are not a technology organization. Mm -hmm. We are a real estate. We are a very flat organization. Come and help us or, you know, help us to build something that will help us to, to have a chief innovation officer, which they are missing. And third thing that they came to me and, and I told, told me, and maybe I call it kind of, you know, complaining about, 
they say they, they come and told me, listen, we help these startups. We let him to do a pilot in our organization. This, uh, this startup came and learned on our behalf the system, the, the way the property manager working, the way the real estate uh, speak and uh, work and all what we are doing. And this startup is going and doing exit. And we as a real estate uh, group doesn't see from it anything, although we help them. Mm-hmm. So we want to have a buy from it. And this is very, very unique to the real estate DNA, the real estate people DNA. They want something in favor to the help. Yeah. So, you know, this, this was happening a lot along the last two years and it's pushed me. And I saw a lot of, of since I was, you know, flying back and forth from Israel to New York and was well, well involved in the prop tech scene, in the startup scenes. And so a lot of technology and this pushed me to understand that there's no real chief innovation officer for the industry and the industry need innovation up that will help from one side to the, to the landlords and the real estate groups mm. to understand a big part of the scene. And from the other end, there's a huge need from the startups to connect to the real estate, to understand the language and to understand what the real estate is looking for and to connect between both of the sides. And in the last six months, we were exploring this and I mainly look, why not? And it came out that like, I find only why yes, because all the side of the equation, everyone needs this innovation app. Mm. So we decided to build this innovation app. It's interesting what you're sort of saying. So in, I guess, the interview before this, I was interviewing the real estate, traditional real estate and professionals and cash and Imran, and they were sort of saying that they, that they're all looking for certain sort of products, but they're finding it hard to find time to sort of filter through them, understand what ones are sort of, what problems they can solve for the real estate world. But so something like this is, you know, exactly what they sort of need. And I'm sure you guys will connect at some point as well. So if I'm a, if I'm a prop tech startup, how, how would I get involved in this? Is it, what's the best, yeah, what's the next step for me? So one of the unique that we created this innovation hub is that we took our experience, what we bring into this innovation hub. We were a few times startups. We went the track that the startups uh, founder did. So we know exactly how to build a startup. We know how to take startups from A to Z to even take him to the US or take him to Europe, to UK. And we know all the process and we know exactly what the startups in the prop tech need. We know, we know how to teach them about the language of the prop tech. What is the system that exists in the, in the, in the industry? What are the obstacles that they will meet when they will uh, you know, interface the, the property managers or the real estate players? Actually, there are 12 verticals, but we'll touch them later yeah. uh, in this area. But, uh, and then we're coming and connecting them to, to the real estate. And one of our big, big advantage here is that we are not just another accelerator or an AAB. Somebody that get into our program, and I will touch immediately how they can approach us and what is the program. And getting, uh, we're promising them a pilot with, with uh, one of the real estate partners that we have. And this is a goal for the startups because you kind of can learning a lot about your system, you can verify your products, and then you can go and raise money on top of these pilots because this is what the VCs today look for. And one of the big obstacles for a new startup and new technology 
is to gather a few first pilots, especially if it's with, uh, you know, uh, large portfolio groups. Mm. So it's really, really a big asset. And also, of course, one of the th- things that in the program is that these startups and one of our partners in this uh, innovation is, is the, all the real estate groups. And they are bringing their CTOs, their teams of management from the bottom to the top management, all of them coming to round tables to come to meet with the technology and the startups, to listen to the startups and to give their feedbacks and versa via to listen what the startup has to offer them because they also want to hear and be part of the technology. So we're creating here a big asset, a big uh, synchronization, which uh, giving all the side of the equation big value. The startups that want to join it just have to send send me an email and we'll start to screen them. We usually, what we are doing is that we screen them together with the, our partners, which is the real estate groups. And then in the, in the end of the day, we choose between around six per program. And then, you know, it's a program of six months and then another six. And we, you know, we all the time, but if you see... And uh, if we close the six and still we'll see a good technology, the doors is always open. Yeah. Well, this also sounds sort of ex- fantastic exposure for the startups to have all those sort of connections as well and the support along the way. By the way, the real estate, the real estate groups are really, really excited also. They understand yeah. something happening here and they want to be part of the tech. For them, it's cool. And, you know, it's cool to be part of it. The, the owners of these groups want to be part, to listen to uh, the startups, to help them to grow, because for them, it's also, look, they've never been a startups guy. So they, yeah. it's, it's a chance for them to be involved in uh, creating new companies. And you met, obviously, you're, you're uh, focusing in, say, three cities. You said London, New York. Why, why those three cities? I think this is the main uh, three apps that real estate and technology are uh, focusing in. Tel Aviv is a huge, huge app for technology. And New York and London are uh, the big home or the, the base for the, all the real estate group. All the biggest portfolio groups are based in New York and in London. And I think for, it's, it's good to start there, to be close to them, to bring the technology to them. And from my experience, New York is now is a big app. Tel Aviv, you know, everyone knows is a there's a huge technology IP here. And I think I'm running also on the back the community of the product. We didn't touch this, but we have around I think more than 300, 300 startups, and more than two thirds of them are based in Tel Aviv. And wow. uh, it's a nice environment to. Uh, to support the technology, it's helping the flight, especially in the Quran days, which is very, very challenging for everyone. And it's better to be close to all the, these main apps. And would you say, as you mentioned, the real estate players, that they're getting excited about it, they want to be involved in tech, when they also recognize the need to adapt and sort of maybe take a bit of risk, but operate their building slightly differently. Would you, everyone saying COVID is pushing forward digitalization, would you agree with that statement? Yes, I totally agree with this. I think the real estate environment won't be able to avoid from adopting technology. Although one of the big struggles for the real estate players is that it's very challenging for them to adopt technology and they are afraid from the technology and it's taking them a lot of time. One of the things that I see many, many times with many, many startups, even with my startups is that like adopting new technology in a very old environment and with environment that's afraid from the technology 
is very, very challenging. And most of the startup that we see, it's take them. And this is kind of a gold advice for all the startup. Patient, 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 and also for the investor. It's not the, not the online industry. It's not the other tech industry. The real estate environment have its own timing. Yeah. And it's take them a lot, a lot like many, many months. Right? I see average between six to 12 months to, to implement project here. Um, but in the long run, the real estate players understand that technology is their, uh, is their tool to prove uh, the revenues and uh, to augment the growth and to lower costs. And uh, although they're afraid, they understand that they will be able to implement. And I can give you, like, for example, two, two, two exam- one in a good example. I have a good friend, for example. He's running, he's the founder of Bambi. Bambi is a virtual uh, sales uh, technology. Mm. And now in the corona days, a lot of uh, property managers are struggling to show their apartments and to, uh, to cause people to come because they, there's the distancing issues, people afraid to come and uh, to see the apartment yeah. if they want to build. And this is kind of a virtual tour that you can come and see the building, the apartment, really uh, dimensions, and you see all the aspect of the of the building, which is, uh, and it's everyone using it before they are uh, building something. So all the property managers starting to implement this, this thing. Yeah, the uh, sort of whole, yeah, the virtual sort of side of prop is definitely kicking off. I was, um, there's a business called Onsite IQ in the US, which is kind of like Zoom for construction sites, and there's far much, there's far more to it. But I think they've seen obviously a surge in sort of sales because, you know, everyone wants to continue sort of developing no matter where you are in sort of the world. But it's like, how do you sort of go about it? How do you keep on track? But yeah, the products which are coming to the market, it's just crazy to think that we haven't actually seen this until really the past five years. I mean, obviously you have all the software development over the last few decades, but it'll be interesting to see what newer products come to market and how they develop. Savan, you've, you know, you've raised money. You've done, you've, you've, you've done, you've had your fintech company. You've now got Vintigo. What's, you know, you've launched in the US. What, what can you tell us? How did you go about your raise into the launch? Like what, you know, are there any tips for the audience who is looking to sort of go into the US market, which I know a lot of startups are quite afraid of. What mm-hmm. tips can you sort of give? So I think well, there's a lot of tips that I can <laughs> us. It, it, it's, a, it's a process. I think one of the basic uh, tips that I'm usually give to friends and to um, entrepreneurs that I see along the way is that in order to be entrepreneur, you need to have the mental strength. It's not the, the financial strength, you know, you only here in this month, last few months, it's not a big issue, but the mental stress and the mental pressure that the entrepreneur is going along the way, this is what, uh, and, and there is, and able to resist it is, uh, is the key success because it's a roller cost to be an entrepreneur. And it's a, it's a not a short run. It's a marathon. Yeah. And you need to understand that things take time. There's a success, there's a lose, there's some losers and there's a big win, but it's a long process, literally yeah. roller coasters. And, and when you're going to the US, first of all, come with a, at least a, a product that is a, ready for beta test. The market is more mature today. And 
so come with a product that at least working. Second of all, you need to come the, the VCs and the investors in the US are sophisticated investors and they are coming prepared to meetings. And once you're coming to meetings, you need to learn very good the market and come understand who is your competitors, understand what is your added value. Don't come to the meeting and say, it will be okay, I will be able to manage. No, they are very professional. They know what they are doing. They're learning and, and, and searching the market before the, the meetings. So come and be prepared for this. And uh, third thing that I can advise everyone is uh, the US investors is looking for a local base. You cannot be only in Tel Aviv or be in UK. You need to have a small office in the, or at least a small presence in the US yeah. in order to be part of it. And uh, the last advice uh, that I can give you is take a local manager, a local uh, eye management because the local uh, VCs and the local business, even the real estate, are closed networks. And it's make your life easier when you have somebody that coming from this uh, network. From yeah. this it's really, really open the doors. It's really make life easier. And for us, it's really, really help. Even we closing sales with the real estate because they usually know each other in yeah. you know, a, a small neighborhood. And so comes with somebody that have his roller decks and with one call can, you know, set you a meeting here or there. And the same, you know, try to do it with the VC industry. Yeah. I sort of, I can actually kind of relate to that. Fine. I do prop tech recruitment, but when we were launching in North America, I was sort of flying back, not as much as you, man, but basically every couple of weeks. And we were sort of about to sign a load of clients. All the clients said, Lou, until you have like, a, like an office set up here and someone based in, based in where we were, New York was where we were going to base it we're like we you know we're not gonna you're not gonna get the complete buy-in from us you know the first set was going to all the events round tables you know doing blogging you know showing your interest and commitment to the market but it really was you know having some a team full-time base that's like hey i'm here to stay i'm committed and then people started taking us seriously but i guess to get to that point it's, it's <laughs> you've got to do your research like you said you've got to have those connections but it's also a lot of investment and proof of the product but i completely agree with, yeah. with what you said um but it's also something that you need to the us and i totally uh, agree with the commitment what you say is that something always happened in new york and something there's a networking event there's a round tables there's always something happening in the industry and specifically in the pop tech and this is the where you learn about the market where you meet the property managers and you need to be there you yeah. cannot live outside and come for a week that anyway is very, very tight. And, you know, you're running from meeting to meetings. You need to let the things happen. And it's usually, you know, you're one week and then there's a meeting next week and mm. one thing again. So you need to be there. You need to spend time there. And uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's take time. And there's also, a lot, it's, it's, again, it's, it's a small recommendation. You don't have to, to start with, you know, a huge office or to lease a place. There's so many nice uh, solutions today from Sosa to the WeWork yeah. to other uh, apps or accelerators that are great, great on for, you know, early stage startups that, you know, you can come and they will always accept you and they will help you with the, 
with the networking and you will have a environment that will support you. And I don't remember, I, I, I remember I shared it with you and it was a nice story that like us from in the beginning, we started with Silvertech uh, Ventures. Mm. which uh, one of our investors was Silverstein Properties, which uh, uh, they all, they're owning the, um, uh, all the building in the financial district. Uh, and uh, they invited us to join their, uh, their, 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 their app, their Silvertech uh, Venture Office. And just sitting there with other uh, startups, other founders was a goal for us because we there I understood as a founder Listen, the obstacles that you meet or the networking that they can give you really, really help you. And it's not something that, for example, the, the obstacle that I see, it's not unique only to me. It's not something that I'm more weak mentally. Mm. It's like all the startup founders are facing the same issues. So everything is okay. This is the way that you need to go through. Yeah. Also, you know, they're always sharing all the founders, the, the CEOs sharing uh, information with, with each, each other. And again, for early stage startups, this is a great place to start. Yeah. Would you, obviously the space is coming more saturated. I mean, there's plenty of room for growth in every sort of vertical prop tech. What, what would you say, what do you think the future of the, this space sort of looks like? What can you sort of predict in the next sort of five years across the verticals? Is there, are there going to be some more sort of M&As? What, what do you think what's going to happen? Yeah, so it's it's very very interesting, and uh, it's a very very good point to mention about the MNA. So I think first of all, the industry only on the, uh, its early stage; it's only the beginning, and there's very very few startups, a uh, few hundreds of startups. It's not a lot, and I think we'll start to see more and more startups that will be booming in this industry in the coming uh, two to three years because a lot of. Uh, tech guys and founders, even the real estate guys will understand that this industry still didn't, this is kind of the only industry that still didn't run through a change. And the change is only waiting. And there's around, I think, 12 verticals from uh, architecture to uh, to finance, to cranes, to uh, materials, to property yeah. management. There's so many verticals here that's only waiting for a, a change. And so we'll see, a, I think you see a big growth in the amount of startups that will start to uh, build and uh, we'll see more and more innovation in this area. Mm. As for the M&A, um, and this is what I saw in the US in the last uh, three years, there's a few masters in a few areas of the real estate. There are all these masters, some of them are publics, and these uh, real estate masters understand that innovation is very tough for them. So we already started to see that there will be a lot of uh, merger here. They will start to go and buy. They're, they already started and shop a lot of uh, small startup with new technologies, and this will only start to, to grow and they will Every startup with a nice technology and that will be valuable technology, this master will uh, will start to buy them. And you can see it, for example, with a uh, real page or uh, MRI or Yardi. Mm. Yeah, this is a huge uh, software players that control most of the market. And they're already buying payments companies or insurance companies. And they their vision is to have one-stop shop for all technology for the for the property manager. So 
they will go and buy. And they also try now, they're a lot of looking for virtual doormen or community mm. providers. There's so many places that I saw that they started to build and show for uh, technology. And I see also the, the focus of the VCs, a lot of the venture capital industry starting to look on the pop tech industry. And they're starting to understand that there's a lot of money here and there's a lot of interest here. So I see a lot of uh, uh, emails that coming through me, a lot of VCs starting to speak with me about the industry. So just I'm curious. very excited, <laughs> very excited about it. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Well, look, Svana, it sounds like things are going extremely well for you. It sounds like you, you've got a lot on your plate at the moment. And I guess this sort of brings us to the end of the show, but it's been an absolute pleasure speaking to you and learning about, I guess, innovation apps. I can't wait to hear more about it as well. And congrats, yeah, again, your success of Montego. Um, long may it can sort of continue. Before we sort of go, is there anything you'd like to share with our audience and listeners about what's the best way for them to sort of connect with you? So if somebody think that I can have any contribute to them or want to speak with me, they can just shoot me an email on my email, sivan at blasenheim.com, which is um, sivan, S-I-V-A-N at B-L-A-S-E-N-H-E-I-M.com. And we'll be glad to speak and help uh, or to add you to the, our community. Uh, and for you, Lisa, I can thank, thank you very much. It's very exciting what you're doing with the PropTech podcast. You know, this is a great start. And I think this is very valuable for all the entrepreneur and the real estate groups. Yeah, well, you know, the whole... The whole point is to connect startups, real estate investors, real estate property people to, I guess, individuals like you. So yeah, anyone who's listening and wants to get in touch with Svan, I will be sharing all the details as well in the below link. And yeah, thank you so much for coming on the show and I hope everyone has a great day. Thank you very much, Lisa. It was a pleasure. Thank you for joining us this week on the PropCast and a big thanks to our special guests. Make sure you visit our website, www.lmre.co.uk, where you can subscribe to our show or you'll find us on iTunes and Spotify where all good content is found. Whilst you're at it, if you found value in the show, we'd appreciate if you could rate and review us on iTunes or if you simply just spread the word. Be sure to tune in next Tuesday and I'll catch you later. You're listening to a podcast company podcast. This was made by Podcast Syndicator, where we help you go from start to grow to making money with your podcast. Let us help you share your message and your voice with the world. Reach out now, Jason at podcastsyndicator.com or Brett at podcastsyndicator.com to find out more. Thank you for listening and do come back to hear nothing but the best podcasts.